Today is day 3,287 since Flint has had clean and safe water. This ticks on. We're already talking about what to do for the 10 year in a year because it doesn't seem like things are uh, going to be any different. To know what uh, Attorney General Nessel and that whole office, uh, what their definition of justice is, because letting the people who poisoned us go free after you violated their constitutional rights is not justice for Flint. And um, does this mean that if I go decide to poison 100,000 people, I can get away with it too? Is this the precedent we're setting? And obviously there's a lot of sick people, there's a lot of injured people. People are still suffering and still doing the job of our government to take care of one another. Why is nobody behind bars for poisoning us? Why is nobody behind bars for wrecking our immune systems, for killing off our loved ones? Why is poisoning Flint not a crime? Something that really uh, bothers me, and I don't even live here, is all this media talk that, oh, the, the testing shows the levels are fine, the lead levels are sa safe. All you got to do is come here as a journalist and talk to enough people. You're saying that your daughter instantly gets rashes in the water, like, nine years later it's nine years that's just something that really has surprised me nine years when we look back at some historical moments in our country four years is how long it took for world war one six years how long it took for world war two and now nine years and you know many of those conflicts happened across seas and other territories and regions yet a large battle that we're facing is taking nine years and it's within our own borders here in the city of flint we're still suffering, not only because of what took place, but because the people who are in charge and the people who are invested or divested in this conspiracy are moving like turtles and snails. You think uh, the current attorney general and her team intentionally messed up? I'm Councilman Mays and I'm saying it's a high in my mind. Twelve people died as a result of Legionnaires. PBS, PBS reported it could be hundreds. I just talked to somebody yesterday who said if you exhume bodies in Flint, you might find hundreds if not thousands of people that died, whether it be of Legionnaires or other things. People are dying of, at young ages, 30s, 40s, 50s, of cancers that they don't have a lot of family history for, liver problems, kidney problems but that doesn't get attributed to the water crisis. We wear those shirts when we go on vacation. So people in another country even knows that we don't have good, clean water. So if you're going, and you're going out to California, wear a Flint shirt one day. It strikes up a conversation. Buy a Flint shirt and send it to a relative in another city. It'll strike up a conversation. And they even say, thank you for sending it to me because it strikes up a conversation, make people aware. They did her wrong with COVID over at Hurley Hospital um, because they gave her and put her on a vent. Told her, said, we want to help you breathe. Is it okay if we put you on a vent? And she said, yeah. She don't know her oxygen levels is low. Her, she, they never called us and contacted the family until after they did it. And so once they did it and we started accusing them, like, why would you do it? They, I, you know, I always say, Hurley, you never gave me the chance to properly tell my sister goodbye. So she died. Just he did put her on a vent or they, they put her on a vent and never got a chance to let her even talk to us before she went on a vent or else at least talk to her where she could hear us and we can know that she's responding to us. When President Obama came in and drank the water and did a PR stunt. That being said, we still have According, according to Michael Moore, that was water from Air Force One, not even Flint water. Uh, yeah, like I said, PR stunt, right? Like, 
I was in there in that room. I heard all the gas from people. I saw people holding up their water bottles saying, no, don't drink that. Like, this is a genuine crisis, and they took advantage of that. But also in that, he silenced that, and he silenced a lot of the voice and movement in Flanders. Do you trust the water here? I don't trust the mayor here. He wasn't here during the fight, and he ain't here now, and he's shortchanged the residents, him and Gretchen Whitman, about selling and certain council members for $600 million. It should have been more. No, we're all skeptical of the water. We've seen skewed test results. We've seen people not test properly. And um, those concerns were here then. We discovered them, and they're here now. Particularly when you got a mayor who tells half-truths and sometimes outright lies. He reminds me of Santos, that guy out of New York. This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us, and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. Oh, man. Ain't that interesting? Flint still doesn't have clean water. I am your host, Chad Becker. This is I'm Sick of This Place, and this podcast is slowly phasing out because I don't think anyone is listening. And if I could just get a grasp of of any sort of fruit, that would be great. Um, because I do enjoy doing this, but at the same time, I might as well just be looking at myself in the mirror while I babble incoherently and just tell myself these things. Better yet, why don't I just record myself doing this and not put it out and just have it as what I fall asleep to instead trying to drown out the other fucking thoughts that in that just constantly berate me at night you know sometimes i'll get some euphoric recall or euphoric memories and then next thing you know it's a left hook and a right hook and uppercut and a fucking knee of just retarded shit that i don't need to think about yet it's still there and it's and it's always something absolutely asinine like I'm eating ice cream and I didn't realize I ate the napkin as I ate the cone. Shit like that. Like I'm in public and I'm eating the soaked, wet. Well, I mean, it's kind of infused into the cone at that point. To me, the best part of any ice cream cone is that last little bit, you know what I mean? Where the cone goes down and it kind of has those grates. And in there is like, it's somewhat melted, somewhat cold, somewhat fused together. That little bit, if you could just package that, oh my God, I would be so fucking fat. But here's the thing, not all. And I've only ran across this once and I never went back. But... I guess I will say not all because I ran into that one 
And I think they're out of business. But that was also because they were kind of like in shitty, uh, run-down part of Flint. And it's now even shittier. And I, be- I do believe it was Ron's Ice Cream where I got it. And I, and I got some, I think it was like a peanut butter cup or peanut butter um, hand-dipped. And they just put like one scoop on top of the cone. And then inside it was empty. It was the only thing the cone was filled with was empty promises, empty hopes, empty dreams, a teardrop of mine, and a fingernail clipping, and some and some fucking nasty, 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 nasty thoughts. Of should I burn this place down to the ground? Because when I get my ice cream cone, I want that little fucking perfect last bite that's somewhat melted, somewhat. It's a great. It's a great. It's great, and it's almost. It's almost like a waffle, like a like a thick, like a very paper thin, but like in the waffle ridges it's deep if that makes sense i'm sure you people know what i'm talking about i'm sure everyone has at least had one ice cream cone and if you haven't i'm sorry for your upbringing i'm sorry come find me i will take you get an ice cream cone. not to the place not baby jake's i mean i had their soft serve and all it is is vanilla with some some syrup on the outside. So after two licks, you're just getting vanilla. And that is atrocious. And it is almost as disappointing as the empty cone, which makes me think about myself at night that I got tricked into thinking to paying like, I don't know what it was, but it is Way too much for them not to put any in the fucking cone. But here I am. Here I am. And they're out of business. And fuck them. And another thing that that they're... I don't know if this is a chain or, or, or what, but chicken and fish affair. There has always been some sort of restaurant around town called Chicken and Fish Affair. Or something affair. And it it's always baffled me at the name. It always confused me what the hell it was about. But here we go again with another tyrant. I ate some cherubs. Some churro tomatoes. Brand is cherubs. Right? Or something. You pronounce it the way you do and I do. I pronounce things how I do because I'm retarded and I have a... I like to say I got touched with a tongue-tism. I got a little little bit of extra something in my tongue, in my mouth, that I cannot say things correctly. Here we go. I ate this delicious cherry tomatoes. And to my surprise, at the very bottom was who works at the factory and the farms. It was uh, maybe an illegal... Maybe, who's to say it's even a minimum in America, I should say, because it takes you, it has a picture of the worker with a QR code, and it says, you know, come meet fucking, what, what was this guy's name? 
Mi nombre es Armando Ramos Carvajal, tengo 49 años y voy a cumplir 25 años trabajando en la empresa. Y trabajaba antes en el campo. So there we go, that's just a fucking snippet. But you understand, they, they are speaking Spanish and his name is Armand. And the fucking music behind it is insane. What is with just like... I, I guess to make everything seem not as insane as it is, because to me, it is baffling. You have QR codes to meet the poor son of a bitch that works there and doesn't make enough money. I know that. And his story's like, oh, I, w I worked in the grass, and then I moved up, and then I worked on the tractor, and now I work on the high-low. And I went through a couple, none of, none of them have comment sections open because probably somebody else fucking was like, what the fuck is this wormhole? Clicked on it and was like, Jesus Christ, if there is a sign of the apocalypse, this is what is happening now is going to pale in comparison to what happens in the future when iPhones come with the fucking death list that came that it comes with the death list of all the people that died in order to make this phone and here's the thing when this happens because i assume it's going to when you have that okay we're going to have people that are upset because only like three children have died to make their iphone and some people are going to be like Actually, that would be interesting. <clears throat> the price of the iPhone or, you know, phones in general, whatever. The price of whatever fluctuates amount the death. They go, you want this iPhone? And I'm just saying iPhone because name, brand, recognition, you know. They're evil, but, not, you know, obviously everybody kind of gets it from the same spot. Um, so you go, this iPhone only costs $800 and only has three kids that, that collapsed in a mine shaft and slowly suffocated and ate one another. So this one's $800. Here is the $1,500 one. It's the same as the $800 one, but instead of three kids, you have seven. You have, well, you got three kids and then... um they're both all their parents so you have the three kids and then their two sets of parents so then what it was two four six nine you have nine deaths on this phone you have three families destroyed and murdered and died for this phone that is why it's fifteen hundred dollars and you go look at this look at this phone right here <laughs> this phone right here uh, three families died to make this phone, and I have it in my pocket, right? And at the end of the year, I'm getting a new one because those lives that put into this phone, there's more people that are putting their lives into another phone, and I'll be damned if I let them die in vain. So every year, some people give five cents a day to some fucking... Dumbass in Africa. Me? I spend 1500 every year to make sure the people that died 
in order to strip mine the earth of these precious minerals, they don't die in vain because they would want me to be able to look at all the new TikTok dances. They, their deaths signify to me that they will sacrifice themselves for the greater good. Their sacrifice, in my eyes, is a way to convey the price of capitalism. And that things need to be priced accordingly to the death that is resulted in order to produce it. I think it would be cool if corporations put out a listing or a poll or whatever of how many people have died for their product and if that dictates the price. Because I would assume it does in some sort of way. To me, some sick fuck, and did I just say this, is, is, is going to want to have the highest death rate phone. When I was growing up, we had, and I think it lasted two years. I don't even know what it was, but it was almost like a Digimon Tamagotchi thing where you went around and you um, photoed or whatever, scanned barcodes and QR codes. But now, instead of getting monsters, you get migrant workers who are paid nothing and are, I guess, put on YouTube for some fucking reason to be like, we're a good corporation. Look at how this person went from a cherry tomato plucker to a, a high-low operator, and he went from making, um, I don't know, if he's in America, minimum wage, if he's lucky. I mean, if he's a migrant and illegal, probably less. But then it was like his like his whole family lived there. It was like, my brother worked here for twenty five years. I work here for twenty five years. I'm 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 trying to get my my kid to go to high school. I don't know why I put in that sort of ac accent. Is that a Hispanic speaking? No, it's just a, a weird accent. I think it would be interesting. Um, if this company did a Pokemon-esque thing where it was like you scan it, almost like a Farmville. Can they make a Farmville where in order to produce more in your farm, you have to collect all the migrant workers that they're using, and you can't cheat you have to be able to scan it, even though you know that they're on YouTube and you can watch like 20 of all these fucking people speaking Spanish about how lucky they are to work there. I want Farmville mixed in with reality. Can I have a simulation game where you run a corporation where you then have to go to Africa and promote 
um, your your company, right? And then you and the CIA then overthrow a government in Africa or wherever, wherever you decide what country you want to overthrow in order to get cheap labor and produce things. See, this is what I, that irritates me. When I try to eat my my delicious cherry tomatoes and then you fucking think this is some cool, who, who I want to know the person, the brainchild behind that. Whose bright idea was to fucking show the horrors that is modern day, well, I, I was going to say slavery, but that's the prison industrial complex, and there's still slavery today, not really in America, but yes, the prison industry, and then there's like fucking kids that are working in slaughterhouses. It's like, hey, ain't that cool how everything is just slowly grinding back to like pre-industrial revolution? <sighs> But the thing is about what is happening and then therefore and then this, I think that the last sort of, the the last, how do I say this? The last business, the last job, I'm driving down the road, right? And I see men working. And I see a sign that says men working. I don't see a woman, but if there was a woman and it said men working, she's not, she's not throwing a fucking hissy fit. She's out there with her jeans, her hard hat, her long sleeve shirt. She's out there baking and burning in the sun. She's out there doing what men do. And at that moment, she's a woman, but she's working hard like a man. So the men are working. And it just so happens there's a woman there. And she don't care. She's got more important things to do than to worry about a sign that's inclusive. She is a hardworking woman who doesn't care about a sign saying men working. She's too busy slinging hot gravel and hot par and hot whatever that like cakey not cakey like Oreo crumble stuff that they fill in potholes here. They don't do any road stuff. They just fill like I don't what is that material? Anyways, I think the last holdout of the pronouns pronoun game is going to be construction in uh, road working crews, that has to be. Because when I think of that, in anything that's like tr- like truly hardworking, blue collar, salt of the earth, is going to be like crab fishermen. You think they give a fuck? No. The only people that give a fuck are people that have time to think. That the world is great when it's not. And they think everyone should be 
included. And everybody should be welcomed, except for those that don't think exactly like you. We don't like those people. We call those Nazis. We call them the Republicans. We call them the Democrats. We call them Antifa. We call them the Proud Boys. They are everything that we aren't. And for that, they are wrong. And I am right. And I think that I am right about this. That the hard workers of America won't fall for this weird pronoun thing. And in fact, I, anytime somebody uses them, as in not the pronouns they, them, but as in like, you know, they, like in a discord, they're talking about they, and I want to go, who do you mean by they? Are you talking about one person? Are you, is that somebody's pronouns? Who are you talking about? Let's get, let's get the, the root of who they are. They're Republicans. I was like, which one? You know, at the end of the day, nothing is better than picking a side. But I tend to be alone. I tend to be individualistic. I tend to think that it is all bullshit and the only thing that matters at the end of the day is this, if you're happy and I'm fucking not. I got my I got my car right here, love. Do you you ever my cat makes me talk in a retarded British accent. Hello, right there. My car named Nibbles, right? Right, love? My car, yeah. See that car right there? I got a cat named Nibbles. Anyways. What the fuck was I talking about? I don't. I don't even know. Influencer game is that a whole time high and low because I seen an influencer campaign for Marie. I'm thinking, I think it was Marie Calendar. It was like, I start my morning with a Marie Calendar chicken bowl, and then for lunch, I have a teriyaki bowl, and then for dinner, I end it with my favorite sesame seed bowl. And it's it's insane that. There are now influencers for, um, I was going to say frozen, but uh, I guess frozen, frozen meals. I can't wait for the influencer for hungry man dinners. And I hope this person will be, I hope it'll be like the Snickers campaign where, where they're like, you're not you if you're hungry, but they got to do their own spin on that. And I think the hungry man would be like, because when I think of that, I think, or no, did are they even around? 
I don't even think Hungry Men dinners. Are they right? or was it Hungry Man? Hungry Man Frozen and Every Man ranked Hungry. Oh, so they are around Hungry Man. I would think. Here's what you do. Hungry Man. Since um, you know. Unless you want to follow the footsteps of Bud Light with the trans, because you could you could try to make Hungry Man um, for the trans, because I thought it would be great for uh, uh, you 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 do a, a female female to male transformation, almost as in the eyes of like a Popeyes or a Sailor Moon, whereas this this female, and it's like. Hey, women who want to be men. What, what's, a, what's the right word? Hey, men that, women that want to be men. You hungry? Get yourselves a man meal here at Hungry Man Dinners. It will put the man in you. It, and and they, they can just like have, use testosterone. Well, a lot of this shit is soy, right? There's a lot of soy in that sort of stuff. So what if it was, so, and soy makes estrogen, isn't that neat? So I don't think that would work. Hmm. I guess it would have to be the opposite, like, hey, hungry man, do you want to be a girl? Do you want to get loaded with this meat base that has a lot of soy in it? Try a hungry man. You're a hungry man. It, it'll... It'll suppress you and make you a little docile. You need that. Or once again, you do the opposite. But I think it's interesting that there are now influencers for frozen meals. I think the next step to that has to be... what. I'm trying to, what is lower than a frozen meal, than a TV dinner? I guess soup, cold soup. I think there, what's worse than a frozen meal is cold soup. Now, the type of influencers, the type of people that I think eat cold Chef Boyardee out of a can is James McGilvery. But besides him, when I think of it, I think of destitute, almost homeless people. And I think that would be a good promotion for these products. It would not only, in the sense that we have, ne- we have cherub, cherry tomatoes, wanting to do migrant workers at the bottom of their, like, like a weird fucked up prize that's going to evolve into like a death list of people that died for your toilet paper or your avocados. Good Lord, that trade? There's a lot of kids dying in that, right? Fucking avocado toast. Well, you can't escape the death of it in anything if you think about... See, that's the thing. You go, hey, people, did you know Call of Duty 
yeah, um, they go into the CIA and they go, CIA, we would like to help you help us. You help me. We help you. And people go, well, that makes sense, right? And you go, no, the CIA should not be helping video game companies promote propaganda and stop us from being what desensitized from it. And people go, uh, and, and this is me projecting because... This is if if I if I post this I get two reactions, nothing. Well, yeah, we all know that. Like, do we? But then, but then I post something. Even here's the thing. Here's the reason why I don't like fucking. I I like to look at things that irritate me, but then I don't. Um, I don't put the effort to argue. Because there's no point in arguing. Because if you listen to me, as you are, you realize that I am fucking insane when it comes to stuff. I, here's the thing. The the CIA shouldn't be involved in video games. But you say that, and it's like controversial. You go, maybe the CIA, and, I, and I, I've said it in the past, it's like, you can look at old movies, old TV shows, old media, and go, wow, propaganda? Like, man, I can tell what was going on then, what they wanted us to think about. And you go, well... Things aren't any different now. And I go, well, there's there's the internet, so... Well, there's all these news sources, so... And it's like, hmm. You think maybe it's an illusion of choice in that most media is owned by, like, four corporations? I don't know. And then... You say that and they go, well, yeah, that's why you pick and choose which corporation and rich people you like. See, I like CNB, CNBC and you like Fox News and, and I like NPR. And you go, well, that's nice public Republicans, see? And they go, no. And then you go, in the CIA, in the, what is it, uh, fucking CNBC, what is it, CBS, CIA Broadcasting Service? And they go, no. And then you just beat yourself in the head because nothing seeps into people. But what the fuck do I know, huh? I know nothing. That's the thing. When you want to talk about things, I know nothing. All I know is what I see what I project, what I take in, and what is my model of reality. And in my model, I'm not right, but I'm angry and I have a sense of right and wrong in that a lot of things 
like the idea of voting for one party or the other or the lesser of evil. At the end of the day, evil is evil and a lesser than than, than the other is not good. If you support evil in and here I am looking on eBay. I fell into this wormhole of haunted dolls. I wanted to go to Goodwill and Salvation Army and just buy dolls and just fucking say they're haunted. But I also don't in case they are haunted. And I also don't because I don't want to say they're haunted. And then that somehow makes him become haunted. And even though I ship it away, now there's a portal in my house. And now I'm being can, can fucking beaten down by demons at night. Even though, as I've said earlier, when I lay in bed at night and I cannot stop, like, I want to just, I, I, I should probably just record myself and we, everything's okay, everything's okay, go to bed, maybe you'll die in your sleep and that's fine, cause I'd rather die in my sleep than see my life flash before my eyes as I perish in a car accident or something like that. And then I go, wow, my life was kind of a bit boring. But hey, that was fun then. And that was fun now. And now I'm dead. And then maybe I'll come back. And maybe there's nothing else. And maybe sometimes I shit myself. And that's all that happens at night. I just kind of like fucking go maybe this and maybe that i'm going to die and time is speeding up and i oh my god cat don't fucking jump from the back and claw my i got a cat right here love and his name is nibbles all right love what was i talking about until not nibbles my cat named Nibbles come up in, in here and jump on my back, right? My cat named Nibbles, yeah. She come on my back when she jump up in there. I can't control these goddamn cats, right? My cat named Nibbles. Anyways, what the fuck was I talking about? I guess I don't know. And I'm sick of this place. Have a good one. Fucking, hopefully you can sleep better than me at night.